Good morning. When I was about 11 years old, I asked my father, when was the last time he cried? So one important thing about my dad is that he is a pastor in the Moravian church. Moravians are an old but small Protestant denomination that you may not have encountered if you didn't grow up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, like I did, or in and around Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. As an 11-year-old, I was embarrassed to cry, but I noticed that it seemed more acceptable for grown men to cry, so I figured my dad might have cried in the last few years. My dad said, last week, I said, why? Was it something I did? You know. uh, <laughs> he said, I held a man's hand while he died. He had been sitting in the hospital room with a member of our church. So that's the first part of my faith story, being surrounded by exemplars of people following God's call. My mother's father and my mother's brother are also pastors. My parents, as we were growing up, tithed 10% of their gross income back to the church that had just paid it to my father in salary. And this brings us to the second part of the story, which is finding my own way of contributing to the community of faith. Of course, as a kid, I went to church. That wasn't really an option. But my church also asked people when it was stewardship season to fill out time and talent forms, listing the things that you could do for the church that were not strictly about a monetary contribution. And as a kid, time and talent, more or less, is what I learned to give. I was in the children's choir, the youth handbell choir, the junior and senior high youth groups. I played the pipe organ in church sometimes. I was the youth representative on our equivalent of the vestry. Every summer, I went to Moravian church camp up in the North Carolina mountains where my friends and I would sit around by the campfire and play the guitar and try to impress girls with the guitar. <laughs> like many people, my church growing dropped off in college. But in graduate school, I was taking organ lessons from the director of music at this Episcopal church in Berkeley, California, St. Mark's, if any of you know it. After a couple of years, he said I should join the choir because he thought it would be good for me as a musician. And this was a real moment of truth. Am I going to contribute to the community of faith as an adult? I told him no. I had so many good reasons. I didn't have much talent as a singer. And really, who has the time for the choir? I mean, you gotta get there, you gotta be there two hours on one week of the night, you gotta show up early on Sundays. And then there was this Episcopal church. I had never even attended an Episcopal church in my life, and there they were with the robes and the bells. And the choir sang in Latin sometimes, and I, we just didn't do that where I came from, and so I didn't really, I had no context for this kind of experience. And my organ teacher 
never really quit asking. And he eventually wore me down. And I sang in that choir for three years before I finished my doctorate. I was never sure that I had the talent, but it turned out that I did have the time after all. The third part of the story, you all know the phrase, history doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme. And it's in those rhymes that you can see the call. You can see that God has a way of preparing you. Here's one rhyme. Not six months after I left Berkeley, I met this woman who was an Episcopalian from birth. Fourteen months later, Serena and I were married in an Episcopal church, and two months after that, I moved to Washington, and a couple of years after that, we came to St. Columbus. That was ten years ago. Another rhyme, music. At the nine o'clock service this morning, it was my kids that were singing in the children's choir. And I'm still playing the organ sometimes in church. Another rhyme, I'm still learning to say yes, which is not what I said to Jason Cox the first time he asked me to spend a week in West Virginia with the high school youth who would go on the St. Columbus Appalachian Project because I don't really have any talent for construction in a week. I mean, a week. Who has the time? And then next year, he asked me again, and I said yes. And on the first night in West Virginia, I found myself at a church camp in the mountains, playing the guitar while we sang around the campfire. God has a way of preparing you. One last rhyme. After five years of marriage, Serena told me that she was thinking about quitting her law firm and going to seminary. And it was this parish that supported her throughout a process that seven years later culminated in her ordination and her position as the assistant rector of Christ Church on Capitol Hill. So now there's another pastor in my family. Fortunately, I know a few things about that. One day she'll probably hold someone's hand while they die. And her call, our call, may take us to a different church. That won't be easy, but that's okay. God has a way of preparing you.